0: You're listening to the Kingdom Flow podcast. I'm Kyle Jones and I'm Ian Sperry. Now more than ever, we're in a time where Christians, they need to rise up and hold the line that's being challenged every day. Listen in as we work to uncover ways to help you
1: live your life by design and challenge the norm by helping you go all in on your faith. And don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. Let's go. Father, we just thank you uh, for this day. We thank you for um, just this podcast and being able to bring in another guest. Uh, yes. We're grateful to to know him and get to hear his story, and, and we pray that his story blesses the people in in some capacity, Lord. That you would just um, just take this podcast and uh, let people learn and ultimately draw closer to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So that other guest is the one and only. Uh, arguably a Katie legend, yeah. Matt, Matt Furman. <laughs> <laughs> Matt
2: Furman. <laughs> where's
1: the crowd. Yeah, yeah, we right, don't right. have that button yet. Yeah, we
0: gotta get that button. <laughs> That'd be cool. Matt.
1: So, Matt Furman, appreciate you being here, man. You know, you have grown a, a company, you've grown a family, uh you've got four kids, a wife. And you guys are very active. You know, he's about to have a fourth. So maybe, right. maybe you could spit some wisdom. Mm-hmm. The crazy pool. Some his- yeah. wisdom. <laughs> no, when she had
2: three, it's all the same. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. That's good. That That's makes it. me feel doesn't better. It doesn't change at four. <laughs> it just can't, <laughs> it just can't, just can't it's come just, in. Yeah, it's just a ball of chaos. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> so yeah. you can go from four to eight, it's all the same. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You're just numb, right? Yeah.
0: Just roll. put a smile on you. Just keep going. Good.
1: Just go. Just go. Well, but. Appreciate you being here. We brought you on because of the things that I just mentioned. You're you're leading a family. You're leading a charge. When I, I think when 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 we first met, which was at our previous church and and the community group, man, your company was at the time. I don't know. If you can correct me. It, I think it was less than ten employees. And yeah, now you have what? How many? How? Where are you at right now? We're uh, we're right about hundred. Yeah. So oh, and that was yeah. that was a short amount of time too. I mean. Maybe, well, I guess not, man, because we went to that church about eight years ago. Yeah, so there yeah. was there was definitely yeah. some time, but I also know there was a time period in there when, you know, it's oil and gas related as your company
2: and, and there was a little bit of a downturn, but you came out of it. And, yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned the fourth kid, right? You know, you had we had the fourth kid and uh, it was oil and gas downturn with the fourth kid at the same time. Right, I think it. my fourth was actually born like the night oil sold off kind of thing.
0: <laughs> and so, there go.
2: so yeah, the business contracted, yeah. you know, and then you kind of, you know, you, when you run a practice, like any kind of service business, if it's, re- you know, we do, rec- we're in the recruitment business. So, mm. um, so if it's any kind of service business where you're selling um, services, right. It's, yeah. there's a lot of social engineering that goes into it. Oh, so when yeah. you get hit with oil downturns and fourth babies, <laughs> you know, you're, there's just not a lot of bandwidth. So no. we stayed small for uh, probably the first eight years, you know, we were 12, 15 man shop, Yeah, you know, and then, uh, then you get caught in what they call the founder's dilemma, which is, you know, do I just want a lifestyle business mm, that yeah. makes me money
0: or do I yeah. want to grow something? Mm-hmm. It's an actual
2: decision that you have to make. Yeah. As a business owner, and so, and it's a it's a crazy. There's actually a book called The Founder's Dilemma, but it, it's uh mm. Oh, so it's, you did. It's a small...
1: I was going to give you credit. Oh, for that. I thought
0: no. you uh, <laughs> tagged that. I'm writing uh, that down. Yeah, That's good. An actual book. Yeah. <laughs> well, but
1: well, before we get too far into that, because speaking of growing, I did want to ask you this because you know we have all these cameras, we have this podcast, we've been doing this for about a year. Yeah. You know, and now we've had some videos. We're trying to grow our our social platform and grow our audience. But I thought we could take a lesson from you because you've actually gone viral a couple times. That's and, true. And yeah. and <laughs> what are you, I think are I think because because there's you know if you knew Matt, okay, he's you know he's a character in itself. He's being very reserved, but okay. he okay, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this, and and you guys on the camera can uh, can watch the video. Uh, JJ oh, will Jesus. figure out how to play it in. But for the for the listeners here, you're gonna have to go check it out on YouTube. So you got a nervous look on your face. This one's not as bad as you know. Oh, some I mean, of there's, the not, there's nothing out
2: there that would destroy me. But oh gosh, what is it?
1: this was on the jumbotron at Minimade. Oh geez, he's singing Backstreet Boys. But if you see it,
0: he oh, is in. getting in. He's it. He's in it. <laughs> That's he is great. getting
1: in it. That's funny. And so his wife Michelle posted this on Facebook. So you know we we keep in touch That's every no, every so often, but you know we're
2: definitely facebook friends with it's funny I, we just hired a guy at my office who saw that video and was like i just want to come work for i just you. want to come work for <laughs> this but, you but this video
1: this <laughs> video got like a million something views didn't it, it yeah
2: it was oh one you don't there was another one there was too, a with your with your daughter or with something my daughter that yes. one hit like 25 million views what was what did
1: and you do with that 25 million
2: my my daughters had her head on her boyfriend's shoulder at a basketball game my wife like turned over and i had these eyes of like rage and then it's Cuts right, <laughs> and that was it. And it like tapped into like the the dad's like that's amazing. over his daughter yeah. at scale. Like,
1: what the heck went. is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not yeah. only do you know how to grow a company, you know how to grow you know a platform, social media that's following. Funny. That it is that's
2: funny. Yeah, the the Astros game was funny. I was a little under the weather that day, and and Michelle's um, like, man, what's going on? I don't know. And then. They Played the song well. I looked up and I'm on the Jumbotron <laughs> and Backstreet Boys is playing, and I'm like, I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. <laughs> this is it. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But when the crowd, it was like 80,000 people in there, and the crowd's like, Oh, <laughs> it was, was like, generally, oh, oh, of man. that, yeah, was, was, that a, <laughs> was that at a playoff game, too? Uh, it was right at the end of the season. I don't, yeah, I don't, maybe not playoffs,
1: yeah. We weren't.
2: Actually, it was a playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was there was another video that that (laughs) I saw. There's lots of videos. You didn't, it wasn't the jumbotron, but I because when I was going back and I was looking, because I didn't, you know, I didn't save this video, but I had to go back deep into the to Facebook world. And I saw another one. I thought it was it at first, but it's not. But you actually made national TV on Fox during the playoffs. And you were just like locking eyes with the camera. That's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. He's like, it's yeah. like
1: one of those where they're cutting away before they get yeah, to the player, and yeah. he's just staring at the camera, like doing <laughs> something ridiculous. That's cool. But that is Matt Furman. That's the best introduction we've had. It's, this it's is a good. great. It's, a, it's 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 so it's it's great to be in your presence here. So so we're good. looking forward yeah. to bringing having you bring the wisdom, but um to kind of transition into it you know so you 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 know you're an entrepreneur now you started a business um you know I've known you but I don't know if we've ever really talked too far back into your story you know you went to a military school and uh hmm. played play some football tried to live out that dream it didn't didn't go so well um so man start wherever like tell us a little bit about your background and kind of you know compact it into how you ultimately Decided, decided to start a to
2: business go. Yeah, yeah go that yeah. way so uh you know played high you know high school football and uh wanted to play college football so I'm like you know wherever you can get that done and um so you uh I looked at uh the service academies like West Point Naval Academy Air Force Academy Kings Point cuz I knew that there was you know um free education there parents didn't have a lot of college tuition saved. so I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to like go to college for free Um, and, uh, I got in the air force Academy and this place called the United States merchant Marine Academy. And uh, I was like merchant Marine Academy and you sail on ships around the world. It's kind of this weird unknown Hmm. thing. And I'm like, but I get to play football and sail the world and I'm right outside of Manhattan. So I'm like, it just sounds like adventure. So hold the trigger and went, you know, and, um, there you, you know, played football, learned how to sail ships around the world and, um, got into, uh, uh, you know, got, got a Naval officer, uh, commission and, um, and learned how to sail and could go sail on ships. So I did that for a little while, got a job at the port of Miami, tried to hit the NFL scene, uh, which is its own story, you know, getting into, uh, the combines and all that. And then get, didn't get a call back. Um, and then you kind of go through an identity crisis, right? If you're, I did my identity. Mm. I was like a headhunter linebacker. Like yeah. I like found absolute joy in smashing people. and destroying other people and we used to say on the college football field what an honor it would be to die on the field right like we, we when we hit people it was to actually soul snatch like yes. take their ethos and just absorb it into yourself you know and so you take all their training and their life you just absorb it like yeah. highlander and move on to the next and, and uh suddenly that's it that ends and you're like yeah. where do i put all this energy and uh um, so, you know, I was unguided missile for a while. I was working on the port of Miami reality TV shows started popping up. So like, you know, trying out for that stuff. Mm. And then I got actually, I got um, asked to open for Jeff Foxworthy doing beatboxing at the catalyst conference in Atlanta and they <laughs> beatboxing, Yes. Boxing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like beatboxing.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. That kind of stuff ah! there it is. Okay. So, yeah. so we did that. There's a, then, there's, there's actually a video as yeah, well. There's more of those. Yeah. America's got talent video. That's true. Matt Furman. Yeah that's true you'll see the first that, contestant right? on america's got talent ever yeah, so, Was wow. that really? yeah, yeah. i didn't know Season that. One. yeah yeah first guy know. on the stage i'm like what is this let's just go try it yeah i didn't so, realize i mean i've seen the video but yeah. i
0: didn't realize you were like the first, first one ever. ever yeah wow this yeah. needs to be titled the most interesting man in the world yeah, <laughs> like exactly. this is unguided missile there you go yeah there you go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There
2: you go. Uh, and then, uh, but I went to the catalyst conference and they were, you know, talked about strength finders Mm -hmm. and all this like psychometric testing. And so I started doing that internal discovery and found I should be in sales or HR. And so I discovered recruitment and got into that. And I was like, man, like you hunting, you know,
0: hunting on the football field, but now I can
2: hunt people for a living. And I kind of fell in love with that, you know, Hmm. that part of the business. And so, um, started recruiting uh back in 2006 working for a company or did you working for you a british company. company yeah 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 um and worked there for four years and you know just fell in love with the matchmaking process helping people find work and making good money doing that and um and then bp oil spill kicked off which was a big chaos ball of cleanup bp was spending 80 yeah. million dollars a day on chartered vessels and they mm-hmm. had to get these things off hired so i formed a team and I got hired into a company called Swift here in Houston, worked mm-hmm. there for two years. And then they sold in private f- to a private equity firm. And so I, I started up core group in uh, 2012 um, after about six years of, you know, building recruitment practices uh, for larger companies. And um, did you start just by yourself or did you actually bring an employee with you? I brought two people in commission only uh, mm-hmm. initially. Um and out of my house with uh like a third newborn kid, and that was a terrible idea, you know. They were we working out, out of your house, out of my house with a bunch of little babies, we went to two random people. It was <laughs> awful. Worst business decision ever. Um, <laughs> and then that lasted about three months, and then we found some small nook somewhere else yeah. to just have some headspace. Um, yeah, it started with me and me and three, and then we, you know, we grew it. Um. And you know, we grew, grew pretty quick. We hit our first million the first year and mm-hmm. 2 million the second year, 3 million the third, and then oil went right off a cliff. And then you had a fourth baby and, you know, you kind of get beat up by the market and, you know people steal business and you start to kind of get jaded Uh, of the you know like you know do i want to grow something and and then you kind of get into that founder's dilemma like i was telling you about is like mm -hmm. you know is this a lifestyle business you know you make good money not a lot of headaches or do do i want to grow something Mm, yeah um and uh i'd say we got stuck kind of that mid range for the first eight years were about 12 people and kind of didn't really know how to grow it outside of that um and then I got into a group called C12, which is a Christian CEO business owner roundtable group. Pause on that.
1: Where did your faith
2: come into your life? Same question. Like where, where were you Uh, older? Did you grow up in the church? Yeah, I grew up in the church. My dad, my dad was a Christian. I think he he became a Christian at the age of 28. Um, And my mom was Christian as well. So it was, you know, middle-class Christian home. Um, Dad was in, you know, he was, into heavy into faith, you know, a lot of spiritual discussions as a kid, hmm. kind of how the Lord works. And, you know, he did a good job of like mapping how like, you know, God kind of works and, and, in, in, in the world. And so um, I had a lot of those seeds planted growing up, um, but I wasn't on fire for the Lord at all. I was, I called myself lukewarm, you know, I was mm-hmm. at, at every party, you know? Um, uh, but I, I, I never got into too much trouble. Right. I kind of knew where the line was. And so, um, and then going to King's point, which was interesting, it, they had, it's like the only church in the country that has a rotating altar It rotates wow. to, you know, Jewish, Protestant and Catholic. It's, you know, I it's have a, no idea. Isn't yeah. that wild? It just <laughs> yeah. rotates. Everyone's like, yeah. They so. just bring out a different banner so, yeah, and they just, just lay rotates, across the table. Yeah. It just rotates. Yeah. It's a, kind of the federal like physically service. Physically rotates. It physically rotates. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. Didn't know that. So, um, and then you sail around the world, uh, for me, faith, you know, when you go to these dark places around the world where, you know, you're having to report to, uh, you know, a ship in Guam and you're meeting your captain at a strip club or you're, Mm. you know, heading to the red light districts of Mm, uh, Korea or whatever. And, you know, you're, you know, that's when you really start to feel these like seeds planted as a kid of like conviction. Like, man, this is not, you know, this is not a. Not 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 where I want to be. And then um and then I got a job of all places in South Beach, Miami, right? So it's like the Lord kept sending me to these places of spiritual vacuum to awaken me, you know. (laughs) And so uh um and so yeah, Yeah. no, I I uh you know, went down to Miami Beach and um, you know, I was still trying to figure out, you know, faith and identity and football ended and And then all of a sudden, um, you know, like, I don't know, I got in a pretty tough car wreck and I don't know, it was with a bad girlfriend and just kind of went through like a place of like actually asking God for help and going Mm. to church. And, um, Mm. and I actually asked God for like clarity and I'm not kidding you, man. Like he swung a hurricane underneath Florida and like in the eye of the storm, like revealed you know, all this wow. crazy stuff and blew, blew the girlfriend relationship up. And, you know, c- you know, a couple of months later I met my wife and, hmm. you know, at the time and she was on fire for Jesus. And I'm like, I want that. And yeah boom, locked in. And we were, that you we met off to, You <clears throat> met Michelle in Miami? Uh, met her through Facebook. Yeah. She was, but my, it, you were was, living in Miami at the time? I was in Miami. Yeah. yeah South Beach. She was in Atlanta. And, uh. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a really cool, um, I call her my first recruit, you know, I like, (laughs) I sniped her through Facebook basically. Yeah. She dropped a, I was like this really hot lady dropped a Bible verse on one of my friend's pages. And I'm (laughs) like, and I remembered her from high school and went full fury after (laughs) right to the class. She had no choice. The decision was already made. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What age was that? Mm -hmm uh 23 23 so you rededicated your life i guess at at 23 and and
2: said i'm doing this for real yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna
1: and then i know like the the catalyst conference is a christian-based conference like christian-based leadership conference for those that don't know anything about is it john maxwell led is that what it is or is it i think
2: so it's Andy stanley and all those guys are behind it Mm. passion church and all that yeah but
1: i'm assuming too it sounds like kind of revisiting your story that that's also like as
2: soon as you got your ducks in a row there and then you go to this conference like all of it started to make sense oh yeah like being in front of a stage of ten thousand pastors and then being like in that like true worship realm Mm. you know was like oh my goodness this is it you know and that's when i like like i came out of that conference like on fire like ready to go ready to kind of get realigned and see what the lord had you know in store and he he just opened doors it was like Met my wife, you know, got into recruitment, and it just like everything just took off. Yeah, from literally the catalyst uh, for me was at Catalyst Conference. That's awesome.
1: So you you get in. You you already mentioned you worked for a couple companies recruiting, and you ultimately started your own company. Um, and then you got involved. You started talking about C twelve, which I know what C twelve is. It's also a Christian based entrepreneur organization where uh, Christian business owners can get together and not just provide business advice, but also how can we blur the lines? The intent is right. The intent is to blur the lines between faith and business and, and really put yeah, that.
2: It's doing businesses ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you actually do that? You know, yeah. people want to do it, but is there's an actual structure and process. Right. And, uh, you know, when you run a legal entity, right, it's the legal realm, but then oh, yeah. there's a spiritual realm component because there's people involved with it. And then it's like, how do you manage the two worlds yeah. while managing a P&L, while yeah. growing others that are all counter to each other, you know? And so, so when did you, I want to ask you a question. This is mainly from a business perspective too, and
1: kind of a selfish question, but in that, where did you realize like I guess for lack of a better word, where did you, where did you grow up in the business world? Right. Like you're a successful entrepreneur, but that's just, a lot of that has to do with your discipline, you know, on, uh, I don't can't remember what you said, something type of missile, but you described yeah. yourself, um, unguided, yeah, unguided right? missile. There you go. And, you know, you, you have all the characteristics that, that make up the leader, but like, the structure in the organization, is it in C12 where you really learned how to, okay, if I need, if I want to go here, I've got to level up and sophisticate my business and processes in this area. Is that,
2: is that yeah, really where some that was of that, Yeah. So the initial bump was my, my wife's father-in-law was like, um, he was an entrepreneur You know, he was in the truck parts business out of Savannah, Georgia, kind of grew up in the ghettos and just like willed this massive company from nothing. And Mm. it's, you know, and, um, and so he helps a little bit on like the initial rounds, but then, then you get to a certain size and you're like, man, you know, why am I $2 million Matt? You know, like that's about as, about as good as it gets kind of thing. Um, and, uh, and I got into C12, and you know it's you you get around guys that are running hundred million fifty million forty million dollar businesses and you start hearing like how they actually do it and all the little tricks to the trade and how they you know structure the business and automate processes and do different things and so um, I got in there and I you're kind of getting around this, this these groups and uh, you do a core business presentation so I did mine and it was like this big debate like you know you know, do you stay the macho, you know, and make a great living and don't bring on the mission field of people and, you know, and keep stay real small and don't have a lot of headaches. Or he's like, do, and some guy in the room asks, he's like, do you want to grow something like yeah. in your heart of hearts? And I'm like, honestly, deep, deep down, I do. Yeah. Like I want to grow something. Yeah, And uh, well, if that's the case, then, you know, grow something. And so I'm like, all right, you know, So I came out of that that core business presentation like, all right, I'm gonna grow something. And so, what does that mean? That means you you know start putting processes in place, stuff like traction and EOS Mm -hmm. and and bringing structures and processes and systems and build your assembly line for service and delivery and all that stuff. And so you start setting this stuff up, and then you know you just you just start growing. And ever since then, it's been you know essentially you know. I mean, it was a joke with people. I was two million dollar Matt. and then you know, then you go to four, and then the six, and ten, and twenty, and then forty, and you know, you just keep pushing the pushing the envelope up, right? That's and, awesome. And and but it's you take on the mission field of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, it's 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 a lot. You know, Sometimes what was your like, mentality like during um, that?
1: Because I know we we grew re- really quickly in the real estate world. And if I'm being completely transparent, it's, it was scary. And I like, even still, a lot of times I feel like I don't, do I really know what I'm doing? (laughs) And then you think about like, Hey, this is bigger than me because of the people aspect too. And I've got, I've got all these people who are depending on me to wake up and give my best every single day. Like, were there ever moments where you're like second guessing that and or, or dealing with the enemy and the thoughts in your head that you're not down the right path?
2: Um, I think, you know, there's always like, you're, you're always pushing, you know, to grow the business and cover people up and make sure the business is safe and there's enough cash running through it. And, you know, um, but yeah, there's, I mean, 2023 is a super challenging year for us. And we turn the corner, um, going from a $20 million business to a $40 million business. And right in the middle of that year, our bank was like, Hey, uh, you know, we're running out of cash. You know what I mean? I'm like, what, what does that know? mean? Yeah. We're like, we're on for full vertical growth. So you talk about like yeah. the night watch waking up at 3am mm. and thinking about, you know, the 500 people you're payrolling and their wives and their kids. And, you know, there's 1500 or 2000 people attached to, you know, yeah. Their livelihoods of your debt, da- you know, and it's on your desk, you get real close to God real quick. Oh, like, for sure. To kind of figure out, you know, how to keep the machine rolling. And so we, you know, we pivoted and found some, some other uh, funding sources, but it was, you know, it was, it was, a, uh, you know, you get tested all along oh, yeah. the way. And so, you know, you have a choice, you know, to listen to the enemy and say, Hey, you know, you are right. I do suck. And this is scary. Maybe yeah. I should shut it down. Or you say you denounce the enemy and you just say, Lord, you know, the yoke is heavy, but the weight is light. You go crush it anyways. Yeah. yeah. And you're guaranteed a meal tomorrow. And if I have to pare down or I have to prune or I have to do whatever I'm going to do, you know, you just be prepared to do it. But then you also run tactical strategy on what resources you have to, to survive, you know? Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, there's always challenges, right? You know, it's, uh, it's, mm. but in the challenge, like anytime, like you come under attack or something like it's, you you ask like lord what is what's the testing in this mm-hmm. you know so you don't get like caught up as the victim oh why is me and why is this happening to me it's yeah. like there's some sort of test or you're wondering like he's sending a message to push you left or right or up or down and you just trust that you know whatever you're going through there's it's just a part of the process to grow to the next round and mm. um don't fall into the traps of like yeah. oh it's hard this year or things are a yeah. little bit slower than they were last year or whatever you just you know, you find the next path, you know, it's like branches of a tree grow in yeah. multiple directions to find light, you know, that's God's creative in that way, you know, and he's- Is there anything
1: the specific idea. that you did though to, I mean, <clears throat> cause we do, we, we've talked to a lot of business folks on that side and we've all, you're not going to be, if you haven't dealt with adversity in life and especially in business, then, you know, you're, you're lying to yourself kind of deal. So- what, what I'd like to hear a little bit more about is like the practical side. So like, take, take us back to that example, like the nights that where you're waking up at 3am thinking about this stuff, how do you, how do you combat that anxiety? Like what tactical strategy would you put in place for yourself?
2: Are um, you-, you know, when you have, it's called the night watch, right? It's like 3am on the dot, man, just boom, you're suddenly awake. Like, you know, whatever it is you just pray, right? And you're like, all right, you know, which, which direction I got to do. And sometimes if, you know, if you run into situations like that, there's always a way, there's always a way out. That's what I tell my guys. There's always a strategy and a way out. So no matter how bad it gets, you get pinned against the wall, there's a way out. You just have to find it. You know, that's
1: good. Yeah.
2: And And that's true. You can all get, Oh, you get caught up in the anxiety and the anxiety cage shuts off your creativity to find the way out. But there's there's a way out. There's always a path. So if it's, you know, if if you have to go from traditional line to factoring, you know, if you have to go from, uh, uh you know, uh, angel investor router or mezzanine financing or whatever, you know, there's yeah, there's a suite. of – You could play victim and go in the corner and say, oh, you know, this really hurts, or you know, you know, I'm gonna. Uh, actually because the market's contracting i'm gonna um accelerate and double time sales right and so a lot of companies when things get slow they're like oh this is scary let's just cut back on spending where you should be throttling down locking, you know your sales force in and and tripling your output yeah you know to carry the trough and so um i i equate it to ships right when i sailed on ships in the pacific ocean we are in 60, 70 foot swells. What do you do in that environment where you're in like massive waves on a massive ship where well, you turn into the waves and you accelerate, right? Mm-hmm. You burn more fuel. So your cook rate's is well, higher. I'm saying, mm-hmm, like you I know. actually jump troughs as you do it. Right. So the market dips. So anytime a market like suppresses itself, you just, you know, you after burner the sales machine up mm-hmm. and you hit it like yeah. triple or quadruple time, whatever you, get, you need to do to, to carry those troughs. And, and that's where kind of the faith and the joy is, is, you know, you know, just automating processes to do whatever you do to jump the troughs. Right. Yeah.
0: So I've got a couple questions. First time me hearing the story, really, really intriguing. I haven't, I don't know if I had a guest yet that I've been like, you know, it's, it's really, it's really cool. Your story, but I have a, we have a couple different sectors of listeners and I, and i keep hearing if i'm on the other end of this you know we've got a a guy that has a, a 20 plus million dollar a year business is that accurate in saying that yeah yeah okay 100 plus employees um we've got some pretty heavy hitters that listen to us on a pretty regular basis and i hear them saying um i know the the night watch what you're talking about like i know exactly what you're talking i've i've had this discussion with him like My whoop will say, I woke up at 2.48, right? And I woke up at 2.48 and my eyes were on the ceiling. Um, And I would ask you from my point of view, or the question I have for me just as an individual is like, hey, do you, like, he kind of asked it, but like, what do you, like, what do you practically do? Because I don't know what to do. I'll be honest with you. I pray some, but I'll be honest, praying all the time doesn't fix it. And I know the Christian thing to do or right. the Christian thing to say is like, when I prayed, I felt a whole lot better, yeah. right? And to answer, I, I've prayed multiple times and didn't feel better, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the anxiety was still on the chest. The 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 concern for, you know, like you said, employees and, and spouses and kids and all those other things. Is there anything, I'm thinking one guy in particular, I'm not going to mention his name, but like... I know he's asking the question, Matt, what What did you do to get out of that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, can you share that? And if you don't feel comfortable, I know that's a, probably maybe a personal question. No, that's good. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> is there anything that you did? You know, one like one mentor of mine was, I talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, was confiding in my wife as far as allowing her to become in the prayer and, and helping me with the business. And that has helped a little bit. But like, what did you do to get out of that hole or that night watch of borderline terror yeah borderline i don't know if you've ever experienced a little bit of terror i have when i've woken up and been like oh i'm i'm feeling it
2: yeah 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 it's uh well you know um i think in the christian realm is you know the battle's already won mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so like no matter how bad it gets yeah like you know you're still going to heaven and yeah. we're all, yeah. all one heartbeat away from eternity. Sure. And so like sure. the worry to, to do a thousand rep scenarios into the future. And my dad, so my dad was a PhD in worry doctorate level mm. and he gave me a master's degree. <laughs> so for the first eight years of business, I could rep. If you want to rep future scenarios on worst mm. case scenario, yeah. Yeah. I might be... One of the best in town right (laughs) i can rep
0: dude i think we're probably on the same page we're probably pretty close yeah Yeah. strategy right yeah
2: um but if you truly believe that you know um i forget the verse but you know uh you talk about the the you know how are the birds fed every day Mm. right like i used to watch like hawks hunt you know Mm. out of my window at my old office and they would hunt field mice you know and i'm like this this Hawk doesn't have a 401k. It doesn't have a savings account. It just gets up every morning and it looks and finds fields, field mice. And somehow through looking and being astute, it's provided for. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, as God's children, as man, like really, what is there to worry about? Like you're guaranteed a meal tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you have to make hard decisions to prune, to, to Mm main, you know, you just make those decisions ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And, and, when you have to let people go, you're not, it's, you're not doing, by holding on, sometimes you're trying to do God's job versus handing them over to him mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so this kind of internal battle forms. And so for me, I'm like, okay, well, if all hard work leads to profit, I'm guaranteed a meal tomorrow. Then what's there to worry about? I'll mm-hmm. go and crush it, right? I bring hundred percent every day. And hopefully he manifests Mm -hmm. whatever it is he's going to manifest for that day. Mm -hmm. And somehow money keeps showing up. And Mm -hmm. to me, the fact that money keeps showing up is like a miracle. I'm Mm -hmm. still shocked that money shows up the way it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we're all, you know, subject to the marketplace, subject to the mortgage rates, subject to the right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there, you know, that you go into these contractionary markets. So what do you do? Well, okay. Well, if all hard work leads to profit, you, you double up. Okay. Well, what's, what's lacking? Okay. Sales pipeline just went from, you know, a hundred deals down to 50. Well, what do we need to do? Well, we have to triple outbound activity to make up for the, the 50 deficit. And then we, you might work twice as hard to make half as much, but you're still going to survive the next, Mm -hmm. you know, winter essentially. And so even if it sucks and it hurts and the grinds there, so the way my mind works is when you're pinned against the wall or something, you just, there's always a way out and yeah, and the battles are already won. And so I'm, I don't, even, even if there is terror, like it's like that night watch terror, yeah. I get up and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, Lord, the battles are already won. Like, yeah. like yeah. all, all hard work leads to profit. I'm guaranteed a meal the next day. Yeah. I'm not losing the house tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And just be in faith to, to do good works in the present and yeah. don't worry about the future and crush it. And guess what? Like worst case scenario, right? Worst case, you have to let a bunch of people go, pare down, barely break even. Yeah. And if you have to take a 50 K loan off your 401k to ride, you know, for three or four months, wave, you just yeah. pay it back. Yeah. And then the market returns and then yeah. everything returns back to normal. But it's the guys that freak out and abandon ship. Yeah. Those are the ones that really lose.
0: I think you what know? I'm hearing you say is you literally make it an effort to stay in the present today. Like today. Is that accurate in saying yes. that? Yeah. You like, don't worry about the future. It's a waste yeah, of brain. But hours. like you like you said it, like what is the Lord gonna manifest today for me to eat today? I'm gonna stay right here in this twenty-four hours and I'm gonna control Kick butt, take names on this 24 hours that I'm given today and let tomorrow worry about tomorrow. Yeah. You have
2: your, you have your plans, right? Yeah. Yeah, You make your plans. Yeah. yeah. Your your one year, your three year, whatever. Sure. Your plans are out there Yeah, and you just murder the present. Yeah. You just crush it. Everything you've got in the present every day, all the brain calories you waste about the future Mm -hmm. actually corrupt your present. Yeah. You know? Yeah you're actually less effective yeah. on what what's right in front of your face. Yeah. So, and so if you can take all that energy and say, you know what? I, I'm actually truly going to believe and trust you. And you just draw that in. What you're doing and manifesting in the present, which is the only thing you can control, um, is where the mana, it's where the cash comes from. Yeah. And so just focus there. It's gonna pop up and, oh, well, actually we did have a good month. Or you need know, to turn the corner. Ah, this month's not looking too good. And I could, I could stare at the end of the runway and yeah. say, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, and I, and again, I could go immediately back into my master's degree of worry. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, rapidly age myself, right? But you know, that's the that's the true um, mission field and calling. I think of a Christian business owner and CEO is 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 just being at peace in the present and create an environment where people feel safe.
0: Mm. And
2: yeah, that's and, real good, and, and not get caught up and like pass the worry down. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah,
0: that's good.
1: Well, especially with, that's what I've, because I mean, 2023 has been brutal for real estate as well. And we've talked about it a lot here, but there was actually a moment. So we went to Israel uh, in the summer and I'm overlooking the uh, the Sea of Galilee. And the Holy Spirit actually brought that verse to me as well, where he's talking about, look at the birds of the air. Are you not more valuable than they? And And I, but yet I provide for them every day. And that was just like a really cool moment that i had in that moment because there's a lot and it like I, it, of course this this happened i went over there overseas and it's like the absolute worst possible time and it's like i i just it was very difficult at first to get kind of un unplugged there so i could be in the moment and really allow god to speak to me in the holy land but it was like that happened in the second day where I'm just like having my quiet time next to the sea galley. It was incredible. Cause, cause I was also like hearing all the birds around me. And that's when it, that's when he brought it to me. But so, so on that, so keeping the peace, not just in your business, but also, you know, four kids, M- Michelle, you guys have been married how long? 17 years. 17 yeah. years. So, uh, you know, how do you do that with all the things coming at you? This is, then this is one of the biggest things that, there's just days where I wake up and i just feel frozen. Like mm. I'm like, because I got yep. so many people pulling at me, like of course the family responsibilities, the, the husband responsibilities, um, all the employees, you know, and, and then maybe your accountant, maybe your attorney, maybe like <laughs> literally yes. this is like, frankly, this was a day like today where yeah. it was like coming in here. It's like,
0: yeah. So mm-hmm. all that
1: to say, like, how, how do you do that? like, and how do you
2: prioritize, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, So So no one's written the book yet on um, managing an entity and managing, you know, a marriage and a relationship. And they both pull and steal from each other, right? Yeah. Like the entity and the business is is a relationship you know one of my friends years ago said it's like a girlfriend that yells at you and you know just wants all these things <laughs> and then you, you have that's to it's true that's pretty good yeah, yeah 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 and you're like oh you know and like why aren't you paying attention to me and but you you just been yelled at all day by this thing well, this, this other yeah, thing yeah. Yeah, yeah and um and i always thought that was funny but it's true it, and you know there's you know, there's, there's, we were just talking about C12 this week, right? Like, you know, we as men growing a business, you're heavily right-brained. It's PNL, it's, it's landing the next deal. It's dragging cash in. It's all right-brained. It's not really empathy focused. It's hunting. And then you come home. And you're supposed to be left brain and empathetic and listen mm. and want to listen. And you're like, do you, do, do you not, did you not see the slaves? How I have provided.
0: No, right. And it doesn't Thank matter. None, yes. of that, none
2: of that actually has value yeah. in this moment. Yeah. And so, um, and so for years I would, um, drag the war blade out of the marketplace through the front door and slam it on the kitchen table and just talk about my victories. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which had no value and it's yeah. just a complete waste of time. Yeah. And then, and, uh, in, if you read about David, right, David would go slay hundreds in, in, in the field, but then he would come home and play the harp. Yeah. Right. And so he, a- he actually switched modes. Mm, yeah. So, you know, I started leaving the war blade at the front door by the doorbell, you know, and saying, all right, I'm just going to switch modes yeah. and go into harp mode yeah and listen and be more empathetic and so i actually cut off all discussions about the business inside of my home with my wife because she's not involved in the business much yeah now stuff trickles through Diabolical yeah sure. things sure, sure. there's just no way around to, hey what's on your mind this yeah. thing but i actually make a conscious effort to segregate the environments and say you know what i'm just gonna leave that realm there mm-hmm. and then come you know come here now you go through f- you know, great weeks, where you're crushing it, right. slaying dragons and you go, like, and you, and it's like, you get sucked into it. Right. Yeah. And then you come home with 5% or 10% left in the tank and she's, yeah. she's ready to receive, you know, yeah. and you're just not there, you know, or dad, you're not listening or what's <laughs> up. And, you know, like, but I slay it all, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? And so it's just, it's a constant balance, you know, between managing the relationships of both. Cause they both. So did need- you buy a harp? Did you, do you? Is no, that how but I do eat? have a, uh, a Viking horn <laughs> in my house. So well, like well, I also know, this.
1: don't you have a sword or something? I but that's funny because I'm like, as you're saying that, I, I could literally, you're like one of the few people in this world where- like, it wouldn't surprise me if you, you had harp. a harp, if you were playing it in your car before you came in, <laughs> just, <laughs> so just, to, <laughs> just to <laughs> prepare yourself before you go in.
2: That's a good but, idea. We should get a harp for the, yes. the living room. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> so what
1: kind of boundaries did you sit? Like Michelle comes in and says, Hey, how was your day? Like,
2: what do you, what do you. I'll come in. Yeah. Normally it's like, all right, mode off, mode off, shut it off, shut it off. And I'll actually say like, leave the blade at the door. Or if, hmm. you know, like just something cue it up to where you, you, like a trigger in your mind. something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like where you, Hey, I'm pulling past this. I'm pulling into the neighborhood and like modes off. Yeah. Right. And of course you try to do that. Calls are coming in as you're passing <laughs> through or you, there's always something. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's so trying to defend, you get in there and you're just like, right, turn it off and you just step in. And it's just like, I'm like, just focused on her. How was your day? What's going on. Right. And then yeah. just trying to maintain and, in. I'm still guilty of this, but the phone, right? The phone email triggers, like no one talks about like the email triggers. Yes, they're real. They're real. Yeah. I mean, this is after 10 year, actually 12 years of business, I just discovered like four months ago that like looking at my QuickBooks on my iPhone, like four or five times a day was unhealthy. It was like Facebook, LinkedIn, QuickBooks, quick <laughs> <Yeah>. email, <laughs> like, what do you mean? QuickBooks, like, back, quick back to QuickBooks. Back to QuickBooks again, back to email. I mean, no one ever told you that that yeah. it was actually an unhealthy thing. <laughs> and like, and so like, you know, you look at QuickBooks and it's not looking too good on Friday. You can't do anything about it yeah. over the weekend, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you can't, but you've just put that in your head to process. Yeah. Oh, and then to pay pay attention to your kids, yeah. you know? T- t- I mean, no, it's like unchecked, yeah. right? That phone is like, a- is a killer. So I am like, all right, you turn it off. You get rid of it or, well, if you go yeah. in the house, like yeah. go charge it or whatever, yeah. but just like put it like in your bathroom yeah. or, you know, yeah. like, get undressed keys yeah. and then, like cell phone goes in drawer to where you're just not like in that yeah. mind trigger. And then even like when you do get around your phone, like I stopped checking QuickBooks. I actually got a new iPhone 15. and won't let me log in. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm even know how to I'm leaving QuickBooks to the desktop on Monday and I'll only check it once on Monday. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happens during the week. It happens during the week. the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then, we'll, you know, once a week. So I only check it four times a month. And then, and then once the CFO Monday's a good day. books, right? Yeah. yeah. But don't, but no one's ever like written this stuff down. Right. We're all like, being mind shredded by the yes. phone. So you're like, oh, focus on your kids. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. You know, lawsuit. Like, I got a, yeah. we we got a, like a legal letter that <laughs> literally came. us, yeah. right? It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It was a cluster bomb, like 115 questions. We had an offshore contractor incident. And this law firm that's like notorious for just going after these guys sends a literally 114 questionnaire, like, like, cluster bomb of questions like on a friday yes and i come home and my wife's ready you know and i'm getting ready to play the harp but i see this letter <laughs> and i scroll through and she's like what's wrong with you and it's like i have to respond
1: God, yes.
0: like, no Dude, like, I'm, like, a,
2: I'm the same thing i gotta i get
1: so we we had a, literally
0: this we, just <laughs> happens we
1: we had a i got i remember when we got it it's been re- removed but this was like last year thanksgiving of all of all time frame between thanksgiving and christmas i get this uh, same kind of deal i get this you know hey this demand letter for eight million dollars from this attorney because you know this this other victim and all this other stuff and i I googled the attorney and the first thing that pops up like so he sends us a demand letter well he's actually suing kanye west for 250 million dollars same attorney so yeah that's know, the kind that's of like yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this, is this going to be real? real we got <laughs> yeah, just annoying. Yeah. But the, it, it is, it's like going back to it, you got all these little gnats, like that's what they are. Some of them are it's big, true. some of them are mosquitoes and some of them are like, you know, big cockroaches that you can't really step on and get rid of. But uh, you know, I, what I'm hearing you say is like, it seems like you've put up some pretty strict personal boundaries on yourself. Did you actually set expectations with your employees as well? Like, Hey. I'm, I'm not available
2: after five thirty or whatever that time is. Like, you're going to have to wait till the next day, unless it's a nine one one. Yeah. So a little bit, I mean, I, we're still, you know, a 24 seven business and, you know, the, the, Oh, y'all
0: are 20 y'all are around I mean, the clock. We got, got contractors though, right? all over yeah. the world on oh, ships geez. and yeah, yeah.
2: drill ships. And so it's, yeah. you know, it's our business, but there is, you know, I started working, like I started, I stopped going in on Fridays two years ago, hmm. you know? Monday through Thursday. Fridays are for you know reflection time, admin, catch up. You know, and I'm it's like, good. oh my goodness, like, what if I don't show up on a Friday? You know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen to the business? It doubled. Yeah. We grew 100 percent a year the last two years. <laughs> Try now, not be now. We have to stop
0: on Thursday. So <laughs> yeah. see what happens if you still. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what
2: happens? Right? Yeah. Your you know your executive team's like, where's Matt? Well, I don't know. Well, we have to figure it out ourselves. It actually forces self-directed growth. learning, yeah. and growth, and decision making, yeah. just it's by good. being absent. That's good. But the truth is, in your mind, you're like, "Well, they need me," you know. But the truth yeah. is, that it's they not at all. Yeah. So the, the the less available you be, available you become, the more they actually grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. But I'm still working at the house. But it's like a. It's, you know, it's all admin technology, related stuff that, you know, yeah. you need deep work on. Right.
0: But, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and I was like, maybe if I like just go Monday through Wednesday, maybe like, you know, I haven't done that yet. Cause I, I'm like, my calendar is like crushed between Monday and Thursday, but yeah. like, could I cut it off, you know, and see, see what would happen, you know, yeah. but, um, I'm not there yet. Right. Yeah. So.
1: Well, so, uh, I mean, you know, I know you've got to get to a basketball game, but what's, uh, what's next? Like, where are you headed? Yeah. With a company,
2: a family, like, what are you, what are you working towards? How old are you? 41. 41. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about you? 34. 34. Yeah. What, what are you? I turned 40 this year. Okay. So yeah. 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 You're heading, um, uh, you know, I watched my dad retire. He was an airline pilot, and he was forced to retire by the FAA at sixty. And just seeing him kind of puts around like like I have this terror of retirement, mm. right? Like, you know, just kind of tinkering around in a garage, and you know, it's just like <laughs> it just doesn't. it's just there's, you're not taking territory or conquest or yeah. growing things. I do think launching stuff. I, I have a heart for launching stuff. So we have. We have three businesses. Um, we're launching a new business in Trinidad this year, doing mm-hmm. oil and gas surveying. So this incubation of small businesses, like taking our systems, businesses, and processes and doing like 51, splits mm-hmm. with companies that are like, you know what, like rather than, yeah. you know. Um, take all the risks myself. Sure. I want to be a business yeah. owner, but you can like layer the machine over the top of whatever they want. It is you want to grow and you incubate it. Yeah. So I think like launching stuff like that, like kind of angel investment, but leveraging our, you know, our technology, our tech stack and all that stuff to help. That's, I, that's what I see coming. And then, you know, like, you know, hobby stuff, but right now kids, uh, coaching, you know, it, I'm in the Katie machine for, oh, yeah. The foreseeable <laughs> probably the next decade. Um and then just grow growing others, honestly, growing people, growing yeah. businesses, um, helping people launch. I'm a launcher. Like mm. like going from zero to one's the hardest point, like the launching piece. And I'm like a sicko. Like I like like taking something from nothing and torquing it into something. Yeah. Right? That's like that's where I thrive. And then once it grows, I'm like, oh, you kind of get bored with it and you want to go launch something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, just, I think a lot of that just launching, lifting and launching, um, and then I don't know, you know, you get 20 years, 30 years down the road and hopefully, you know, you've lifted and launched enough things to spread the risk out. You know what I mean? So
0: no more, uh, 3 AM, uh, (laughs) night watches. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the night
2: watches are, you know, you, you spread the night watches out over, you know, like. Fifty presidents to have their own night watch yeah. events, and you're there for them if they really need to be. You <laughs> there know, you go, that's right. Coached into the present, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well,
2: thank you so much
1: for being here. Yeah, I this think a good um, one. this is cool. I think some people will be encouraged by that. But I will, I will, I'll put you on the spot and ask you, um, and then we'll pray and let you get out of here. But maybe just one piece of advice of encouragement that you just give from a leadership standpoint, whether that's to your you know, the hundred employees that work for you or, you know, the other five people in your house, you know, what's,
2: what's something that you can give to, to leave with the listeners today? Um, never stop growing yourself to grow others. Never stop learning, never stop. Like just always be at a posture of knowing nothing, Hmm. you know, like someone, you know, someone's in always like someone's inventing something to destroy you. Right. Yeah. You get ahead of that. Like you just be in a posture, knowing nothing, but always learning and then passing that through to grow others. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Constantly growing others. And I think if you stay as like a, you know, you ask the Lord to, you know, grow you to grow others, be winsome to grow others and just be a flow through and just kind of be selfless in that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Then you just, Everything just grows. Don't be afraid to grow others. A lot of people are like, well, if I tell them this, they might take it. Or Mm -hmm. this. Who cares? Yeah. Right? There's no true original ideas here. Right. Right. That's true. Just keep growing others versus like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this one. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seal off. Just keep, keep growing. Yeah. Don't be worried about people leaving your business. Like they'll go some, you know, they'll go somewhere and hopefully they'll reciprocate back. We've had guys leave and go out on tour and they've come back. Right. It's. So growth, growth is something that, um, it's risk to bring people into your world. And, uh, but just take that risk and just never, never stop growing others and growing, you know, growing yourself, always be at a posture, knowing nothing. That's good.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's good.
2: That's real good. Yeah. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks for joining us, man. for For,
0: For
1: the listeners that want to get to, to know you a little bit more, there's tons of internet content out there. If you just search Matt Furman. F F U H R. We'll tag all the Instagram <laughs> and Facebook stuff. So <laughs> there's plenty yeah. of good
0: content. Don't Google my name. <laughs>
1: don't.
2: There's do plenty it. <laughs> of, some of whatever it maybe do, maybe, do maybe pre pre <laughs> sanctification
1: or whatever. I don't know. We, but uh, man, would you do this the honor and, and pray us out of here? Yeah,
2: yeah. All right. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity to be around mighty men, uh, with a heart for you. I just pray for, um, just fear to be wiped out of the minds of the men, uh, listening and and women listening on this podcast. I just pray for peace in the presence and, uh, just to trust in you and not get caught up in, in in the world around Jesus. Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you feel encouraged by today's episode. Help us reach the masses by leaving a review and subscribing to the show.